Hi, welcome to Enemy Cons TV. This week we're reporting on Gallifrey One, the Doctor Who convention. Hey, welcome to Enemy Cons TV. I'm Patrick Delahanty, and last month. Svet and Caden and I went to Gallifrey One. It's a Doctor Who convention held over President's Day weekend in Los Angeles at uh, the LAX Marriott. So if you're flying in LAX, take the hotel shuttle, you are there. And uh, this was their 30th year, and it's one of the premier Doctor Who conventions in the world. And uh, every year they get uh, a doctor and some companions and other people involved with the show. Uh, actually, they're known for getting a lot of the uh, the others involved with production. You've got directors, writers, um, producers. You've got comic writers and comic artists for Doctor Who comics. You've got uh, people who voice Daleks. You've got guest stars. And uh, this year, their featured guests they had uh, John Barrowman, who's Captain Jack. They had Catherine Tate, who's Donna Noble, and their doctor this year was uh, Colin Baker, the sixth doctor. And uh, they were going to have uh, the actress who played Bill, um, but uh, she had to cancel, uh, and this is the second year in a row, so that was disappointing. Um, hopefully she'll, they'll try again and get her back next year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is my, like, fifth, sixth time to Gallifrey One, because I've gone, before I moved to California, I came a couple times, maybe, after I moved to California, then I took a break for a couple of years, and now I've gone back for three years, so it's at least fifth, possibly more. And I reported on it, I think, every time I've gone. So, really, what's left to say? Especially for a convention that doesn't change that much. Uh, which is kind of one of the problems with Gallifrey One. Um, they are very resistant to change. And it especially shows in their technical programming. Uh, like, in, if you go into main events and you watch some programming there, you'll see just some mistakes by the tech crew that really frustrate me. Because I've been to a lot of conventions with amazing tech crews, and I see a nice put-together production. And then at Gallifrey, every event I go to in main events, there's always at least one thing that makes you go, oh. Whether it's just having the camera pointed at the wrong thing, having the screen washed out, having the wrong aspect ratio on something, there's always some technical production problem. And I understand these are volunteers, but it's just really disheartening to see this happen year after year after year. And some of it can be, they do need better equipment and so maybe you get a better AV company. Uh, they do, uh, uh, and just, I don't know, maybe they need more practice with their switching for the cameras or uh, with people operating the cameras or what. And this is not a dig at any particular person on staff because I don't know anybody on staff, but uh, 
they could seriously use some improvement in that area. Um, now, I did enjoy the main events. Uh, like, like I went to John Berriman's panel and some other main event panels. Um, it's tough if you're in the back because they've got one screen way up at the front. It'd be nice if they had a screen, you know, on the other side, halfway back for people further in the back. Maybe some better stage lighting. Uh, they don't allow video, which I've talked about in the past, and it's really frustrating because it sells out every year. So you're not hurting attendance. Let people record video. Come on. Uh, you can take still photos, but because of the lighting in the room, <laughs> any unless you're right up front, any photos you take, you're just going to get black and then washed out person. And so I don't know if there's something that they probably don't care, but I don't know if there's something that can be done with the lighting to fix that. Um, it's also frustrating when you're in the middle of some presentation and I guess somebody leans against the lights and they start to come up and then they go down and then they up and uh. anyway um yeah so they also don't allow video in panels which i know some panelists have complained about because they want to record their own panel but the convention rules say you can't do that so uh you can do video in uh the common areas like the hallways and dealer's room uh which is good because i was able to get some video in there and i can show you but uh, I, uh, they also have a, they've, they've got a lot of autographs for the guests and photo opportunities. So if there's, there's a photo room where you can get uh, photos with some of the bigger guests, uh, you can get John Berriman's photo and pose, uh, or uh, if you want to autograph by uh, Catherine Tate, sign up, get in line. And you know, the lines move fairly fast, so you're not going to spend all day in that line. And uh, it's also reasonably priced. Uh, something like $40 so you're not going to be like some conventions you have to buy the VIP ticket and spend $150 which is ridiculous you shouldn't have to do that uh, they also have a TARDIS set up at the back of their vendors room which was cool because I got to take a picture of my son holding this tiny sonic screwdriver in the TARDIS he's the cutest doctor ever and uh, you know Gallifrey One has a laid-back atmosphere, so you've got guests wandering the halls and uh, ha just hanging out. Uh, on Sunday of the convention, I saw John Barrowman just wandering around the vendor's room, and it was good because there weren't a bunch of handlers there like, oh, everybody keep back, keep back. He was just there, and he was just hanging out, talking to the vendor, checking out the merchandise, and he was not surrounded by tons of fans. Everybody's like, oh yeah, it's John Berman. And they respected his space and just treated it like a normal person. And uh, there were a couple people going by taking a selfie with him in the background, which, all right, fine. But uh, he, he wasn't like being accosted. And I have to give some props to the attendees of Gallifrey One for just respecting personal space and letting people be normal people. And... Uh, so if you're at Gallifrey, you're at the Los Angeles Marriott, uh, LAX Marriott, and there's not a whole lot of other dining options around there. There's an in and out you could walk to, but it's kind of a, it's like a half hour walk. There's a Denny's and a Jack in the Box. No, it's a Carl's Jr. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot in the area. The hotel itself 
has a expensive steakhouse. They've got a uh, sit-down restaurant with you know, a typical hotel restaurant menu. It's got burgers and stuff. Uh, and then they had another restaurant that was under renovation last year, and they had, um, they were doing buffets. And this restaurant was almost always empty. Hardly anybody was eating there. And it was frustrating because the buffet, like the lunch buffet had four items. The dinner buffet had five items. And it's not like you have a big buffet with five main items and then there's like a salad and some appetizers. No, it's those items and that's it. It wasn't really much of a buffet at all. It's not like, oh yeah, I'll start with a salad and I'll, I'll get some of this and I'll get some of this. No, it's like, all right, you can have uh, some sliders and a uh, piece of chicken. And uh, yeah, it, it was not good. And so that's why I think, and it was, I think priced at 25 and $30 lunch and dinner. So it's, people just weren't going. And I hope they just put it back to a normal menu. Even if it's a limited menu, let people pick what they want on the menu and order that. Even if it's a, not the normal menu, limit it, but let people pay for what they want and that's it. Don't try to do this buffet thing. It was a bad idea. Fortunately, the convention brings in food trucks. There were three food trucks on Friday and Saturday and two on Sunday. And they changed each day. Uh, one, di one of the days it was Cousin's Maine Lobster. And uh, I had some New England clam chowder. It was really good. And went back and had more later. Uh, they also had Mexican and Japanese, and they rotate throughout the weekend. So if you don't like the three food trucks one day, next day it's something different. And uh, they just started doing that, I think, last year. And so it's definitely good. And this year they added extra food trucks because last year they had one less each day and it was always packed. And they were still packed this year, but at least it was spread out a little bit more. And uh, Let's see, I mean, I've been to the convention so often and I've reported on it every time. I'm not sure what else to mention. Uh, the cosplay was always top-notch. There was an adipose that was really cool. Uh, there's Daleks all the time. And uh, they have backdrops that you can get photos taken in front of. Uh, the costume contest is a lot of fun to watch. Unfortunately, no video. And... Uh, yeah, what else? I mean, it's Gallifrey. I've talked about it before. Uh, hopefully they can fix some of those problems they have. And uh, yeah, I'll be back next year. Now, tickets for Gallifrey, they sell out within 24 hours. So you'll, if you want to go, you need to know when they're going on sale. Tickets for the 2020 convention go on sale Saturday, April 13th at noon Pacific, that's 3 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. UK London time. Tickets are $110, so you better like Doctor Who. Uh, $60 for teens, 12 to 16, and 30 for children's, uh, children ages three to 11. And if they're under three, like my son, they're free. And then the hotel, they haven't announced when that will go on sale, but uh, it'll be after, so you can get the ticket first, then try to get a hotel. Um, even if you don't get the main hotel, there's a, some that are next door or across the street. And uh, that's a lot of money for tickets, but it's a fun convention. The guests just mingle and 
people hang out in the lobby with LobbyCon. And uh, so yeah, we'll be going back next year and uh, have some fun. And uh, that's Gallifrey One and Doctor Who convention. They've got some other stuff that's going on besides Doctor Who, but it's mainly Doctor Who. And uh, if you were at Gallifrey One, we would love to hear from you. Or if you have questions about Gallifrey One, we want to hear from you. Uh, you can call our voicemail line at 762-ADEQUATE. That's 762-233-7828. Or you can email us at podcast at enemycons.tv. And uh, also use those uh, the voicemail line and the email address to get in touch with us about anything. Uh, we are doing a feedback episode next week, so we need your feedback. Uh, we, we've changed the format of episodes this year, uh, so the feedback episodes are uh, less frequent, but uh, we still want your feedback. And uh, we are also going to cover news in the feedback episode at the start of that. And so uh, this, uh, this feedback episode's news topic will be Vic Mignogna. So if you have anything about to say about that, uh, you can also leave us a voicemail at 762-ADEQUATE. That's 762-233-7828. Or you can email us at podcast enemycons.tv. And I'm sure a lot of people have a lot to say about that. We're just reporting the news and we, depending on the amount of feedback, we may have to pick and choose some responses. But uh, we'll take a sampling of what we get. And uh, look forward to that. And that's next week. So we'll uh, see you then. Bye.